Welcome to the Your Dream or Mind podcast, the place to be if you dream of living a life of fulfillment, freedom, flow, and most importantly, fun. I'm Laura Cruz, the Dream Transition Mentor, the creator of the unique six-step Dream Transition Method, which will take you from idle daydream to transitioning into your wildly successful freedom-based business. Listen to inspirational stories from women who have been brave enough to take the leap from corporate and now live the life they've always dreamed of. Women like you and me. They did it, I did it, and you can too. Grab a cuppa, find a cosy spot, then sit back and enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome to the Your Dream More Mind podcast. I'm your host, Laura Cruz, aka the Dream Transition Mentor. Before I get into the episode, I want to tell you about something fantastic that's happening next week, actually on Monday, the 26th of February. If you haven't heard of Lisa Johnson, or where have you been? Um, I've been uh, following her for quite some time. Actually, she was the person that I chose to um, like join a couple of her programs when I was first starting out on my business journey, and I was literally clueless about what I needed to do. Um, knew nothing about audience building, nothing about Facebook groups, nothing about um, using socials for business, nothing about selling really. Like I say, pretty clueless. Um, And it was working with Lisa that kind of gave me the grounding for pretty much all of the things that I do now. You know, like obviously I don't follow it to the letter, but actually it gave me that kind of eye-opening steep learning curve that I was on in terms of my business journey and um, I just love the way that she approaches stuff really straight talking like if you do this and you do that you'll get that love it so um, she's running a challenge which she does every year and it's taking place it starts on Monday 26th of Feb if you're listening to this after the 26th of Feb you can still catch up Um, it's called the race to recurring revenue challenge and essentially it's just an opportunity over four days um, really short sessions, like 20 minutes, half an hour each day, each morning, to get you to really think about how could you add a recurring revenue stream into your business? And if you're not sure what that is, it's essentially something you create once and then you sell over and over again. So to give you an example, in my business, my book is a recurring revenue stream. Now, I'm not suggesting you write a book, but that's just one thing that, that, you know, is a representation of that. So something that you could create once, you know, put the time and effort in once and then sell over and over again. And then you'll have things which require a little bit more of your work, like the Dream Life Academy is a kind of semi-passive thing for me. So you might be listening to this and thinking, well, the thing that I do, the, the business that I'm in, I can't, there's no way that I could ever add anything like that in. But honestly, I think you probably could. So come along to the challenge. I'll pop the link into the show notes because you will see It'll be busy in the Facebook group. I'm going to level with you. Um, But you will see so many different businesses and so many different business ideas. And it will inspire you to come up with your own ideas. There is nothing like kind of hanging out with like minded people who are all wanting to, you know, look for a different avenue to get the, um, the creative juices flowing. So I definitely encourage you to come and join the Race to Recurring Revenue Challenge. Sorry, um, I'll pop the link in the show notes. I'll be in there, so I'll see you on Monday, hopefully. Right, now back to the episode. So I want to talk to you today about 
having to or getting to, you might think that's a funny title, Laura. But I was thinking about it the other day. I think I was cleaning. I often have ideas for podcast episodes when I'm cleaning. And I know I want to get a cleaner. I've been banging on about it for ages. Need to get a cleaner. But actually, when I do clean, I do find it quite... um, uh, I find cleaning the shower annoying, but also a time for me to listen to podcasts and really think about my business. And I often come up with ideas when I'm doing something kind of really inane like that, you know, getting the, um, what's it called? The white stuff in your shower. The, oh my God, my menopausal brain. Lime scale. <laughs> That's the word I'm looking for. Limey. Um, right. So I'm thinking about having to or getting to. Now I can't quite remember. Again, my menopausal brain won't let me won't let me remember what it was I was exactly thinking at the time. But I guess what I want to explore with you is sometimes in life, the way that we think about the thing that we're going to do impacts our decision to do it, impacts whether we, you know, whether we do it, whether we do it with joy, whether we do it with gritted teeth, whether we resent doing it, whether we wish that other people were doing it, not us. And this could be cleaning the bathroom. Um, but it's it's our approach to it impacts how we feel either as we're doing that thing or afterwards when we're reflecting on it. So um, I think this came about because um, of my disastrous shot at jury service. I think that's where it came from. So it was something that I had to do, right? So I had to do it because if you've never been called you basically get a letter and it says summons on it, which panicked me. I was like, oh my God, what am I being summoned for? But it was a summons for jury service. So you have to do jury service. You cannot get out of it. Um, Well, I mean, you can, but you know, you've got to have really, you know, there's like the 1% that would be able to get out of it. So you have to do it. It's something you have to do. And I'm going to be honest with you. I really struggled with that. I really struggled with the thought that, I have to do something and I don't really want to do it. I don't want to do it. And I I was kind of, it was, it was a mixed feeling because whilst I knew I had to do it and that annoyed me because it's the first thing that I've had to do that I didn't choose since I left my employed role. Because obviously when you're employed, somebody says, Laura, can you go to that meeting or go to that training or can you, you know, write this program or can you, um, can you solve this issue? Can you pull these people together? Whatever it is. And, you know, can you write the opening plan for that um, that new pub we're opening? You have to do it, right? When you work in your own business, you choose what you want to do. And don't get me wrong, there are still things that you have to do, but you chose to do them, if that makes sense. It's your business. So you're deciding it. So with jury service, I knew I had to do it. I did want to do it in the sense that I was interested in what what case I might get on, although I was obviously quite nervous about it as well because I'm quite highly, highly, quite highly, highly emotional person who gets upset at things and feels things quite deeply. And um, I was worried that if I heard stuff that was like, you know, awful, that I that that would stay with me and it would really affect me. So, you know, there was that kind of like intrigue, interest slash, you know, and also, you know, duty, I guess. Um, 
but then this feeling of nervousness about what would be. So there was all these kind of mixed emotions. And I know I've talked about jury service a lot and you might think, oh, for God's sake, Laura, get over it. But it did really kind of, it did really impact me. Um, And then of course, the whole frustration around not even getting anywhere near a case and just being discharged, having just waited around watching the traitors for a couple of days. Anyway, um, that's by the by. So I was thinking about it. Okay, so jury service, I have to do this thing. I have to do it. Can't get away from it. And then I was thinking, and this is only afterwards because I didn't actually get to do it, but but how about looking at it instead is I get to do this thing. I get the opportunity to do this thing. I get the um, I get the opportunity to try this thing. I get the opportunity to see how this thing feels. And I think that subtle shift is so important and it impacts so much in our lives because when you think, and bear with me, because I think this is about lots of things in your life, not just about your business, but just about you, you know, oh God, I, you know, have to cook dinner again. And I mean, if you're the person who makes dinner, you know, it's so monotonous finding finding ideas of what to eat over and over again every day. Um, Oh, I have to cook dinner again. And then I have to to remind myself that actually I get to cook dinner. I get to cook dinner for my family. And it isn't always me, don't worry, my husband cooks as well. But I get to cook dinner for my family. I get to um, use fantastic ingredients. I get to... um, from Aldi. I love having Aldi on our doorstep. Uh, I get to cook great food. I cook pretty much everything from scratch. Um, I'm a pretty creative cook, as in if it's whatever's lurking in the fridge, I can cook with. Um, I get to create lovely dinners. I get to be kind of um, quite creative in terms of what I make. And then I, you know, I make stuff now as the kids have got older and I say, what do you think? And if they like it, I'll make it again. If they don't, I don't. So we do try different stuff. Um, but I I get to create that dinner and then I get to pull my family together to sit around the table and um, mostly it's the four of us and then um, once a week it's six of us and sometimes seven sitting around the table and that for me is, it's usually a Wednesday when there's all of us and that for me is just amazing. It's like I get to have my family sitting around the table with me. I get to... Um, I get to enjoy lovely food. I get to enjoy company. I get to enjoy great conversation. I get to hear what's going on in my kids and my stepkids' lives. I get to engage with them. I get to learn stuff about what's going on with them in their lives and, you know, what they're into, what they're not into, what they think about the latest Love Island series, what's going on work-wise, all sorts of things. And we talk things out. And when I was growing up, we didn't sit around the table and eat. And it's a really important part of my life. There's no criticism of my parents, but we just didn't do that. And it's really important to me that we sit around the table. So even if I'm huffle-puffling about having to cook sometimes, like, oh, I think actually I get to create something gorgeous that my family will enjoy. And I'm adding all the time to that memory bank, not just of, not mine, just mine, but of my husband's and my kids and my mother-in-law and my parents when they're here. Like I get to add to all of that and that's amazing. 
and like last night I haven't been to the shops, right? So I'm, I'm basically created a lurker dinner last night. So lurker dinner is whatever's lurking in the fridge. Can I cobble together and make something? Um, so I made this dinner and actually as I dished it up, I thought of, I don't think anyone's going to like that. I think it's, I think that was a miss. Anyway, all of it went. There was only the three of us for dinner last night. And uh, I said, is that all right? And my son said, oh, it's really good, mum, and had second helpings. Um, and because it was just the three of us, we had different conversations than we do when it's the four of us or when it's the six or seven of us. And just me and my husband and my son, it was really interesting, like the things that we were talking about. And I thought, you know, come away from the table. And don't get me wrong, I don't always feel this way. Sometimes I think, oh, um, sometimes I don't want to talk. Sometimes I just want to eat my dinner in watching the telly and just being quiet. But actually, watching my kids grow up, I've been in my house nearly eight years, so watching my kids grow up sitting around that table has just been an amazing experience. Like, I I got to experience that. I, I got to do that, and that's amazing. To think about some other things that you have to do in your life that you think, oh, I don't want to do that, and actually, I just really don't want to. And then look at the opportunity that's been given to you, that you had the the opportunity, the good fortune, the experience, the privilege. I'm definitely checking my privilege when I'm talking about, you know, being able to sit around all of us at the table and stuff and having all those those things in a lovely house. I get that. But when we go into something thinking, thinking I have to do this thing, almost as I say that, I'm kind of gritting my teeth. I feel like we go, we're so resentful. We're so annoyed. We're so frustrated we're so irritated by this thing that we have to do god why do i have to do this thing you know why am i why am i being made to do that why do i have to do that i don't want to this is making me nervous angry scared uncertain whatever or this is so repetitive or you know if you think about if you're in that period where you're thinking about going out on your own into your own business and you're in that transition where you're still working your normal job until you can go into your um into your business full time you know why do i have to keep doing this i don't want to do this and i'm going to be honest with you when i was leaving my corporate role i was this didn't happen because of the pandemic but i was working up to a certain point and then I was working like certain days and I basically had all these days written down and on a post-it note in my diary and I was like crossing out these days I was just crossing out days as I you know as I finished the day I'd cross out the day and go yes that's one less day that I've got to do and I think to be honest I was a little bit resentful at the end that I had to keep doing those days I had to keep working through and and I look back now and I think, Oh, Laura, you know, that, that time then gave you the opportunity to, to start, you know, to build that business in the sidelines, to start the foundations, to get everything ready for when you went out on your own. And obviously then when I went out on my own, it was lockdown and wow, what an experience that was. Um, but I think sometimes we wake up in the morning and we think, Oh, I have to do this thing today and we feel so grumpy and we feel so worried or and we feel so fed up and we don't want to get out of bed and it just, we don't want to do it. But when we do that, 
we set the tone for what it's going to be like. And so when you set the tone, you know, when you get up in the morning and you think I'm going to have a bad day, you probably will get up in the morning. I'm going to have a good day. You probably will. And there's a reason for that. It's a reason because our brain looks for evidence of the thing that we've been thinking. So when you're thinking things are really bad, this isn't working out, things are really, really bad, your brain will look for evidence of things that are really bad. And you'll just keep on this track of it's bad, it's bad. And your brain will, you know, you'll you'll come across something which is bad. And then you'll go, yep, I see I knew it, told you, it's bad. And you'll keep on that bad track. But if you do the opposite, if you do the opposite, if you say, I'm going to have a good day today, your brain will look for evidence that you're having a good day. Now, don't get me wrong. I know that if you are struggling with your mental health or you are depressed or you are very low, it is very hard to find. It's very hard to look at the positive rather than the negative. I totally get that. And I'm not, this is, you know, this is not a, criticism of people who, you know, when you find that you can't find the positive. But when you feel like you have to do something, you go into it with a more negative attitude. You don't want to do it. Do you know what? It probably takes longer. You begrudge it. You're like crashing around as you're doing the thing. You don't do it with love. It's horrible. You wish you didn't have to do it. You're so cross and resentful and pissed off and you just don't want to. If you can reframe it and say, instead of I have to do this thing, think of it as I get to do this thing. I get to get up and go to work and spend my last month working in my role before I um, am able to work in my business full time. I get to get up and get the kids off to school. Now, listen, I had years of that and I'm telling you, it's hard. It's really hard. I'm out the other side now. I get to, you know. Laura, don't tell me that you, oh, I get to get up and get my kids to school. Actually, there was somebody that came to my networking group last week who'd had a monstrous morning with her. She's got twins. She'd had a monstrous morning. Hello, Jill. And um, she said she was actually just had to let it out at the networking group. And then she felt a lot better because it was it was really difficult. So I know it's it's very challenging, but, you know. You've got children, right? You you get to you get to get them off to school and you know packed off to school and in the right environment. You know, I get to yesterday. Um, I went to the gym with my daughter. She's on a year out before she goes to uni. I get to go to the gym with my daughter, and I absolutely love it. We don't work out together, but we just travel together, and uh, I get to experience that. So even though I wasn't feeling the gym, when I get out of bed and put my gear on, and I I'm, I get to go with my daughter, that that's great. Um, you know, if you've got to do, if you've got to do something, um, you have to, sorry, if you have to do something with family and you're thinking, I really don't want to do that, try to think about getting the opportunity to do these things that, you know, we never know what's given in life, do we? We never know, we never know what's around the corner and we never know what, what may be taken away from us at any time. So, God, this has turned into, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not being evangelical because literally last week I was miserable as sin. What I'm saying is, um, if you can put a, a positive spin on the things that you have to do and instead appreciate that you get to do those things, you get to get up in the morning and do those things today. You get to do the work 
that you do you get to spend time with family you get to feed your family you get to take get the kids to school you get to spend time with your partner you get to hang out with friends you get to do the housework and go to the supermarket and do the dentist appointments and do all the boring stuff that is about you know that life is all about but you get to do those things you do get to do those things and the fact that you get to do them means we're lucky right getting to do all these things me this morning coming down to my office is pouring with rain as you might hear when i'm recording it and i'm thinking oh don't want to walk down my office come on laura I don't have to do that. I get to do it. I get to come and record a podcast episode and tell you all about my ramblings about choosing to do stuff with a positive mindset. Don't know if that made any sense, but um, I think it's definitely helped me to think about my experiences of the last few weeks. The one thing I would say to you as well is if there's stuff you're doing that you feel you have to do and you don't want to do, Why don't you think about changing it? Come and join the Dream Life Academy. If you join this month, it is just £99. That's it, £99, one-off payment. It's a mindset coaching programme and community in one. So if you go to lauracruz.com forward slash academy, use the code FREEDOM, £99. Right, have a good week and I'll see you next time, my fellow dreamer. You have been listening to the Your Dream or Mind podcast with Laura Cruz. If you're ready to create the dream life and business that you've always wanted, then let's work together. Order my book, listen to the podcast, join the Dream Life Academy, come to the Dream Life Business Club, get involved with me. I can help you to create the dream life and business you've always wanted.